Will hadn't seen this since maybe 2015, I think, is what we estimated. It was the last time that the two of us watched it together. I think I've seen it a few times since then. But one of the things I love about this movie is that every sitting is slightly different. I feel like even though I remember it pretty well, and even though much of it is sort of, uh, you know, about atmosphere and mood and kind of the uncannily strange and slightly surreal tone, you know, I remember all those things, but I notice new things each time. And depending on the mood I'm in, depending what I bring to it on a given day, I feel like I find it maybe more funny or less funny. I mean, it definitely is a comedy in, in some kind of sense. I think that's very deliberate on Stanley Kubrick's part. Sometimes I feel like it's more a film about sex. Sometimes I feel like it's more a film about social class and, you know, a certain type of, uh, I don't know, middle class aspiration being dashed against the rocks of what real hierarchy looks like. And I'd say on this viewing, it was a little from column A, a little from column B. I will say, and we'll get to this when we talk about the plot, that I think I noticed a little more structure than I'd noticed before, particularly in the third act and when it comes to the famous masked ball scene, you know, the orgy scene. That's probably the most famous one in the movie. But you were having a great time as soon as we put it on. You were immediately noticing, you know, Kubrick's stylizations, how beautiful the set was. Well, I was just thinking, like, we watch so many bad movies on the <laughs> podcast, and there, there is something about a movie that just from its kind of, like, opening two minutes, the way the camera drifts through the apartment as it follows Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman as they're getting ready, the set design, which is so purposely dense... The lighting, uh, the stylization of the acting, there's just so much going on in the image and soundscape of the first two minutes that you think, oh my god, you know, it's it's something else being in the hands of a real master with every resource at his disposal. Well, yeah, but does it have gun kata? And you know, there is something very important that we need to do as soon as possible. What's that? Well, I think one possible way to connect the class and sexual themes of this movie, the unifying thread is perhaps that the Harfords embody a kind of bourgeois morality, both when it comes to sexual matters and also when it comes to their class identity, that, you know, actually bourgeois people, people like Sidney Pollock's character, people like Ziegler, like they understand to be kind of a facade. 